your dreams, they're straight up gold Live your life, that's what I was told New ideas, they don't exist So I guess I'll just be average Welcome back everyone to episode 20 of Scratch Track And if you've made it this far, congratulations! We've made it 20 episodes and you've been there right along with us So, <laughs> hey, thanks Um... <laughs> 20 uh, questions. 20 questions. Th- th- this is bringing me back flashbacks because a uh, little behind the scenes is this is our second attempt at recording this episode. Mm-hmm. The last time we tried to do 20 questions to each other and it did not go anywhere. So yeah, yeah, yeah. we're not going to make the same mistake. No, no, no. Twice. Fool me once. Uh, shame on you. <laughs> what? <laughs> How does it go? Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm pulling a George W. Bush. Yeah, well, what does he say? Fool he me says, twice. Uh, you won't get f- fooled again. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he says. <laughs> I I really do appreciate the quotes that came from him. I do think in that moment, when you watch that moment, uh, I think what happened is he says, fool me once, uh, shame on me. Me, yep. And then he says, fool me twice, and then I think... He just like blanked on what it actually was and he didn't know what else to say. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he actually thought the saying went fool me twice. You won't get fooled again. I think he just he just forgot the last part and just said that because he needed a way to finish his thought. I also I I thought he I thought he said something along the lines of like, well, you're not going to fool me twice. So don't worry about it or something. like Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's something (laughs) like, well, he's like, he's like, won't get fooled again. Uh, so watch out or whatever. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. He, yeah, look it up. There's an old saying in Tennessee. I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee. That says, "Fool me once, shame on, shame on you." If fool me, we can't get fooled again. It reminds me of uh, like when when in Back to the Future, when older Biff corrects the younger Biff on his uh, like. Make like a tree and leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or and and get out of here. And yeah. he slaps him and said, "It's leaf. Make like a tree and leaf." Yeah. And I just leave. like yeah, not leaf. Well, <laughs> okay. Well, I got it wrong. Future me is gonna slap me in the head someday. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. Um. But anyways, as always, I am Darren Lammers. I'm Kyle Dykema. Uh. And this Darren Lammers is a little sick today. So yeah. But we have no guests, so I'm the only one that can. I'm the only collateral damage. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's uh we'll we'll see how it goes, but yeah, Darren has tea and I have beer, so that's the that's the dichotomy that we're uh, this is we're the chemistry we this have. Episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I have tea. He has beer. I like mornings. He likes nights. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that's not the opposite is true. I think that is true. Actually, for the two of I us. am more of a night owl. Yeah, for sure. Uh, except for last night, I just like I went to bed so early. I had a I was telling Kyle earlier that I had a crazy fever dream, which I have never had before. Oh, yeah. You should expound upon this on the podcast. (sighs) Okay. So, (laughs) so I, I cannot recall if I've ever had a fever before. Like, I don't... Which is insane. Like, I, I, at least in my adult life, I've never had a fever. That I'm sure of. Um... So last night I went to bed and it was just like, you know, went to bed freezing cold in the mm-hmm. middle of the night. I'm like sweating like crazy and it's awful. Yeah. And I like, I throw all the bed sheets off of me. And then at one point the bed sheets, like they like, they feel like they're burning me. Yeah. It was the weirdest sensation. But like, I, I actually like, I, I still kind of feel it. Like I have a 
cotton sweater on right now and like I kind of do feel that it's feel like this, that like, it's like when your it's your skin is like extra sensitive I think so because I've had that before when I've been sick oh, where it's like it's you're the worst like, it almost feels like you almost have like a like a small rash just across your whole yeah, body. yeah, yeah. specifically underneath uh, like underneath my arms yeah and like I even I just felt my arms and even then like I just right. yeah I also was feeling for my muscles because they're <laughs> so big right um, and they have a rash yeah too. <laughs> Um, and so at one point, uh, I, I, I think I just realized it in the middle of the night. Like I knew I was dreaming, but every time I'd fall back asleep, I'd, I'd enter into the same dream and basically <laughs> back to our regularly scheduled program. Oh, uh, it, it, it I, I don't even know how to fully explain this, but like, as I was sleeping, I was aware that I was sleeping. I was aware that I had a fever. And then like, for whatever reason, I just ha- was having dreams about, like the formation and cultivation of a society around my fever, which is because like, were you like a God they were worshiping? No, no, no. I was like, I would, it felt like lost where I was like one of like 50 citizens, like all trying to like band together to like, just create some order out of chaos. Mm -hmm. And like, and the chaos being your sickness, I guess so. I, I mean, cause like the, the, the plane of existence that we were living on was like, like my bed uh-huh. like like it felt like there were like 25 people in my bed with me and my bed was like mm. an, a never-ending <laughs> landscape so uh-huh. uh, that might sound appealing to some but not <laughs> this one um and i i don't know like like i remember there were times when we were trying to like divvy up time to like take care of things or like trying to negotiate with other people you know uh here's a theory you your dream was a manifestation or representation of your own body's cells oh boy. Uh, organizing to fight the sickness. <laughs> so this is like an Osmosis Jones type yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Except they were all just probably represented by people. Yeah, it was, oh, it was so weird. Your body, it was a, your whole dream was a metaphor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my body is a wonderland. My it was a metaphor. It was a metaphor. Yeah. I... Uh, I, I do, I do have this fascination though with like societies out of nothing. Like, like I, like I do really love, uh, trapped on a desert Island. Like what would you do type situation mm-hmm. things where it's like, okay, who's going to like go do what? And who, right. like, oh, I don't know if someone starts to like defect or like, like starts to, uh, start a mutiny. Like uh-huh. what do you do in that situation? And cause one of my favorite books is, um, Lord of the Flies. Right. I just find it fascinating it was probably mm-hmm. one of the fir- it was probably one of the first books i read in school that i remember really liking yeah um and so i was having my own lord of the flies moment only it was like lord of the fever dream sure <laughs> um but anyways then then i like woke up at one point because i kept going back to the dream like i just couldn't escape it for whatever reason uh-huh. so i remember waking up at one point and i just like i was just like okay just like get up just like stand up go to the bathroom like Bob get- marley says Get up, stand up. I wish, I, I wish every time I got out of bed, it would say that. Or that Get was my up, alarm. Stand up. That would be a good alarm. Do you want to know? Uh, here, let me let me in, let let people in on a little thing. I recently like have been experimenting with good songs to make your alarm. Uh, currently, my alarm is uh, "Time" by Pink Floyd, <laughs> which begins with a bunch of clocks going off. Oh, wow. uh, yeah. It actually is kind of an annoying alarm, and I'll probably change it soon. But but annoying alarm is a good thing. I suppose, yeah. But oh, it's boy. very, because uh, it starts like, if you play the song, like the first five, 
maybe five through ten seconds of the song mm-hmm. are just kind of silent, or there's like a silent, like maybe just a quiet little like synth line, yeah, and like yeah. a ticking sound, and then all of a sudden, like uh, about like ten to fifteen clocks at once just go off. <laughs> I'll show you what I wake up to typically. Okay. Go to my, go to my sounds. So I, I, I like it because it's very jarring. That's actually like kind of what helps me uh, get get right. up and 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 stay up sure, and stand as up Bob for Marley would say. Uh, so this is from this is the Cowboy Bebop uh, f- opening theme called Tank, and it's like a jazzy yeah, yeah. like those. Is that what you wake up to? Yeah. Okay. And like the, those, those like immediate trumpets, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. <gasps> every time. Yeah. Um, it's also my ringtone, so that can be jarring too sometimes, but it, it's good. Yeah. Um, no, but I, I, I woke up in the middle of the night and was just like, I need to go to the bathroom, just get a drink mm-hmm. and like, just like, just like reset myself a little bit because right. like, again, every time I tried to fall asleep, I just get this dream over and over again. It was awful. And it was stressing me out. Um, and so, yeah, then, then eventually that, like that went away. And at one point I had the window open and the fan pointed at me and uh-huh. like, I was still outside of my bed sheets and eventually my fever kind of calmed down. So it was the yeah. craziest experience I've had, uh, in bed. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you heard it here first. You heard it here. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I tweeted about this for anyone that cares about my Twitter, but I, um, I recently had a dream, uh, one of those like anxiety dreams where, uh, I'm taking a test, but I realize like I haven't studied for the test. Um, and I'm, and I like, don't know at all what I'm going to do because Mm -hmm. I'm basically just sitting at my desk fretting the whole time Mm -hmm. because I can't write anything down because I wouldn't know what to write down. But the, the fun twist about this particular dream is that the person giving me the test was our friend James Timmer, <laughs> who is a high school teacher yeah. and was Darren's high school teacher, but I never had him as a high school teacher. I've only <laughs> known him as a friend, but I think my brain just like put him in teacher category. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when uh, dream the dream came along, it was like, we need to fill the teacher role. Yeah, who yeah, we got yeah. in here? Who was the last person to give Kyle a quiz? <laughs> See, that's true. On this podcast, he did give me a quiz, so... Uh, uh, yeah, but it was also awesome. a math. I remember being a math test in my dream. Uh, so ooh, the worst kind. Yeah, which is probably why my d- brain picked that because I that would probably be the most anxiety inducing. No, test for, for real. Me. Because like I like a history one. You like if you have to write something like you <laughs> might be able to bullshit your way just a yeah. little bit more than like right. hard numbers. You know, right? And showing your work. <clears throat> oof. Yeah. <laughs> Glad I don't have to show my work for history. <laughs> show, yeah. Show what your would work. That be? What it, what it, or you, you'd have to like put this in a chronological order and like, mm-hmm. and, and like list why the things that came before this event were impactful to this yeah. event. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that would be a good like. And then like you have quiz. to just keep going back farther and farther and farther and farther until you get to, uh, yeah, you yeah. Know, like a fish crawling out of <laughs> the, some yeah, yeah. Know, pond. <gasps> cool. <laughs> fish crawling out of a pond, like a little <laughs> polywog or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, the classic evolutionary uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. visual. 
I thought, um, oh yeah, it was it was like it's like a little amoeba to a fish to like a fish out of water mm-hmm. to a reptile to so a somehow rat. yeah yeah to it's a rat. not I mean those that's just a very like simplified uh, yeah like, like it does not like and then the rat turned into a man oh uh, you, you know what's my favorite is uh, those evolutionary charts where it has. Uh, you know the, the the monkey on its all fours, and then the monkey upright, uh-huh. and then the caveman, and then the modern man, and then just a guy at his desk. Yeah, you know, because we're de-evolving now. So so profound. Uh-huh. <laughs> Except now, the most modern version of that poster is probably a guy on a phone. Yeah, crouched over a phone, and he has a vape on the <laughs> on the toilet. <laughs> sure. <laughs> That actually sounds pretty cool. <laughs> you know how people put um, stickers on the back of their car on like the windshield? Yeah. I want to put one of a man with a vape on his phone on a toilet. <laughs> but with not without the other. Like, no, just that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And it just says the modern man or something like oh, that. Okay. Because I'm profound. And then Calvin is peeing on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that one's the worst. Yeah. It does suck. Um, I remember having a dream. Well, have you had a have you had a no pants dream? Mm, no, I don't know. That's not really a common one for me. I know it's like a kind of a cliche. Like, mm-hmm. I've I've definitely had some of those. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I I've <laughs> tell I, me more. Well, no, I I I remember there was one where I was an NBA player and I was wearing basketball shorts, but I looked down and I wasn't wearing any underwear. <laughs> And I was really worried my dangus was gonna, was gonna <laughs> okay. uh, shoot a three pointer, and that would uh, be impressive. <laughs> and yeah, that's really all I remember. I just remember that dream so vividly because I was like, "Why did I have a no like underwear dream? That's such a weird one to have." Yeah. Well, but, now we know it's probably one of your biggest fears. Yeah. <laughs> to be I, playing basketball. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think. <laughs> Yeah, to be to be playing basketball. That's like taking a test for me. It just proves playing how, basketball. Yeah, it's just like proving how bad I am at something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think we might have talked about dreams uh, on a previous episode, but I think I cut some of it out. Okay. Uh, but I might have told this on a previous episode, so I'm sorry if I did. But w- one one dream, like another, I guess you categorize it as like an anxiety dream mm-hmm. uh, that I have had more than once. So it's definitely a re- I could name it as a recurring dream, although I haven't had it in a while, um, is where I am trying to put a CD into like a computer disk drive tray. Like, okay. you know how they, they don't really do this anymore, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they used to pop out mm-hmm. like old um, like towers or whatever yeah um but i'm trying to put it in but i it just won't it's not like it's not the right size it's just it's almost like it's almost like if you were pushing um you know the polar opposites of a magnet together like i just can't put it in like it just (laughs) won't like my it It just just pushes away or like i just my my hand won't move right and the whole dream is just me trying to do that and i can't get it and it's the most frustrating thing you can imagine (laughs) i would love to see this therapy session where someone just gets a big computer tower yeah and you have to put a cd into the Uh the 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 cd the cd tray yeah and 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 just seeing your like no i can't can't do it it'll, re- it'll refuse me and those is literally the worst because like any dream when you're dreaming it feels like yeah. reality and or, so or heightened just, or and just feels really important like, yeah, yeah, yeah i have yeah. to get this in this is the only thing that matters right now and yeah, it's yeah. literally impossible yeah, yeah. And in the real world you can just be like ah screw it yeah yeah or be like what is going on with physics yeah. like you would have the realization <laughs> to be like this is not 
normal. <laughs> Why am I putting CDs and stuff still? <laughs> but when, uh, but when you're dreaming, it's all you don't even think, you don't even question why it's happening. It's yeah. just happening, and you're angry. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah. That was definitely when with my fever dream. That's what it felt like. It was just this like yeah. stress of, of like ugh, taking care of this society. This like <laughs> this is like this is awful. Do you remember? Did any of the people? Uh, were they anyone you knew? No. <sighs> Because I, I don't know if this is true, but they always say like that your brain your brain can't make someone up. Like if mm-hmm. you're seeing a face in in a dream, it's a face you've seen before yeah. that you like have in your head. I no, I can't remember their faces. Oh crap! I do. I did have a dream a couple nights ago that I was going to tell you about. And, and, and honestly, it, it it sounds like a surrealist like like horror film. Okay. So I had this dream that this that this it's this guy like kidnaps this girl and like and and then and then she wakes up in her bed but then there's just like a plant near her you're just like watching this story yeah no it's it was like i was watching a movie okay it's weird so so he so he like kidnaps this girl she wakes up in her bed but there's like a plant in her room Uh and basically and and then this guy like calls her and basically says like if this plant dies you die as well. And, but it, it's, it's crazy. So it's like E.T. <laughs> well, but it's, what's crazy about it is like the, the plant is starting to like, like it's, it, I, I think it starts out in like, or maybe like I'm just adding to this, but like it starts out in a little pot, but eventually it, it like grows really big and really like deep, like almost alien like. And this girl just continually has to like dig deeper to like, uh-huh. uh, get to the roots and, and like, t- so it's like, it's like, put, it's like a saw movie, like putting through her, putting yeah, her through yeah. all this stress to like take care of this plant. Huh. Um, yeah, I could actually see that being an interesting and compelling film. It was, it was kind of, <laughs> and, to me anyway. And then I do, I can't remember exactly what happened, but by the end of the dream, she was like starting to like, uh, uh, become uh, the plant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That no, seems no, no. like a big way it could go. No, she was she was starting to uh, like try and find ways she could like outsmart this guy. Uh huh. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It was just such a weird. But uh, I just remember it so vividly for whatever reason. And um, and the reason I bring it up is because the the main girl in the dream I had never seen her before, uh-huh. and I remember that. I remember being like, that is not a person I have ever seen. But you remember? You can visualize her yes. right now. Yes. And I was like, that's not a person I've seen in the wild. That's not a person <laughs> I've seen uh, uh, on television or in movies. Like, this is a completely new person. Mm. But now if you see her in real life, mm-hmm. you got to warn her. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Run. Oh, and oh, this was like, this is a really like weird but cool part. So like the, the way the guy kidnapped her was like, she was like walking down like a concrete corridor of some sort. Okay. And he was walking, he was walking the opposite direction and he like stops and he like, this is so weird, but he like blew this like s- this cube bubble in his like hands. Oh my god! And then like <laughs> around her head, this like cube formed. Okay. And then it collapsed, ah. and that's what made her pass out. Jeez. And I was like, like even just talking about it, I'm like, what does that mean? It yeah. was. That's really cool. I. I hate it sometimes how like creative my dreams can be yeah. or even like there are times and I've actually heard I'm not I wouldn't really call myself a musician. I really do love music and I, you know, tried to self teach oh, myself to play yeah. the guitar uh-huh. or whatever. But there have been times where I've like my dream essentially made up a song mm-hmm. that's really good. <laughs> and yeah. and uh, by the time I wake up, I don't I don't have the foresight or just or just you know, mm-hmm. desire, I guess, enough to, to, um, 
try to transcribe it or yeah. uh, like sing it into my phone or something. But yeah. um, like that always blows my mind because I'm like, man, yeah, yeah, and yeah. like even even lyrics, like to the point where I'm, like maybe part of it is just, oh, in the dream, it makes sense. And I think it's good. But yeah, if yeah, I yeah. actually thought about it while I was awake, it would be bad. But yeah, I'm, I'm always I'm like, man. I'm I'm unlimited potential. I just gotta tap into that. <laughs> if yeah, I mean there are famous uh, stories of musicians coming up mm-hmm. with songs like yeah. the Beatles primarily. Yeah, yeah. Yesterday, yeah, yeah, was a was a dream melody. And the story goes, Paul McCartney like dreamt the melody, and he he wrote it down or like you know remembered it, and he was afraid to like actually write it as a song because he was sure that he had heard it somewhere mm-hmm. and it j- was plagiarizing it. He just didn't know what it was because yeah. he thought it was so good, but he didn't know where it came from. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's so crazy. Yeah. I, I, I remember as a kid, like, uh, like when, it, when I was like a teenager, um, I would, I would have dreams where I would, I don't know, like it, it would be a melody or like hum a tune or something like that. Uh-huh. And I remember waking up and always being mad at myself that I forgot how to play piano because mm. all I wanted to do was just to get that out of my head yeah. and, and and remember it forever. Right. And I, and I, I knew that like the window is so short. Like I'm either going to go back to sleep and forget it or mm-hmm. like I'm going to wake up and realize like, ah, oh, crap, it's not the same as right. like what I remembered. So the uh, I think another this isn't music, but uh, I think it was Salvador Dali would like he would like um sit in front of his canvas mm-hmm. and like in in a like a intentionally comfy chair and like doze off and then would like i think he would have like a bell or something on his on his arm or some way where he would like mm-hmm. sort of be in that 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 place where you're sort of half mm-hmm. awake half asleep and you're yeah, just yeah. starting to like dream or have yeah, like yeah. visualization where if he would jolt or like his arm would fall or whatever he would jolt back up and then immediately remember whatever huh. visual he had just had and start painting. That's incredible. That that might be apocryphal. I I just remember reading hmm. that somewhere. So uh, it, so, it sounds real. <laughs> it sounds like Dolly. let me let me spread the uh, the lies if it's if it's lies. But yeah, I mean he he had that funky looking mustache. I mean yeah. he was he was a weird guy. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past him. To but fall. I I've actually and maybe I should try this. I've actually thought about like attempting that like yeah just just out of curiosity of what what like either i would visualize or, or hear or like mm-hmm. you know just what my, what my brain would create like unfettered from my own you know yeah like i guess trying no i when i woke up from that that plant dream i was legitimately just like i can't tell if i should write this script <laughs> or if this is right. really just like a dumb dream yeah like, yeah yeah but hey i mean i well, should keep a dream journal i have, I have very interesting dreams yeah, and I think I think they say if you if you write them down, um, if you tend to keep a dream journal, you you'll tend to remember your dreams hmm. just more regularly anyway. It sort yeah. of like trains your uh, yourself to to be better at that. Dreams are so weird. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> having a fever dream was like <laughs> the weirdest experience I've had. So yeah, that's where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. So as as far as uh as not 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 changes as far as sickness goes, but for you, you got a new car. I did get a new car, yeah. Um I think uh some of my car adventures have been documented on this podcast because uh <laughs> bullet through the windshield. Yeah, yeah, that's the most notable one. Um but after a little while of searching, uh the car I was driving was a Volkswagen Jetta that gave me nothing but trouble. <laughs> 
It sounds like a pitch for a Nothing movie. gets Jetta. Um, and eventually it just died. I actually uh, came home after being home in Michigan for Christmas. And when I came back and tried to start my car, it wouldn't even start. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so now you got, a, you got a cool new blue Honda. Yep, a Honda Civic, 2011 Honda Civic. What are, what's the and, license plate? Oh, it doesn't have one yet. Oh, really? Oh, it's got temps. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first time I was pulled over was because I had uh, my temporary plates had expired. Oh. Yeah. I saw someone today with temporary plates that were from like January 4. What? And I was like, buddy. <laughs> Jeez Louise. That is really uh, pushing it. Yeah. It's like I, a mu- um, over a month. I had such bad luck because like it, it, it was literally right after I got my car. I mean, of course it would be. Right. I had temporary plates. Sure. Um, but I was turning to go home and I was at a... A left turn, so I was, you know, just waiting for the the arrow. Mm-hmm. And of course, a cop pulls up right behind me and yeah. is waiting for the arrow too. So he has time to study my car, <laughs> right? Or just like he's bored, he's picture, looking around. He, yeah, he's like, hmm. <laughs> oh, look at this. Well, let me do a little math. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What day is it today? <laughs> he calls someone up. What day is it today? He calls someone up. Yeah, yeah. We're just like imagining like he has all this time in the world to yeah, like yeah, yeah. figure out the puzzle of of. <laughs> your expired plates (laughs) i like to think that there's one person at the police station who just like figures out the math of of dates like all right (laughs) the guy they called to ask what time it is yep yeah (laughs) was that a thing Mm, no well yeah actually it was you'd call in for the time you didn't i mean i don't know if it was like a thing that people actually cared about or did but i think it was a thing you could do do you think calling in for like movie times is still a thing no really i don't think so I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but because I'm always amazed when I call a business, like like or a restaurant, yeah, and 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 I don't get a person. I get like the like we're open from one p.m. to twelve p.m. Sure, you know, like twelve p.m. Huh. Uh, one <laughs> That's a very odd hours <laughs> for this business. If you were trying to put that in your like Google Calendar, it would like be like, come on, <laughs> stop doing, stop, stop making up time. Um, but yeah, like I'm, I'm always amazed when like that happens. It's just like, oh man, this yeah. is, this feels so archaic now. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, like calling in for movies, like movie phone or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Well, I mean, the Google machine has kind of made that obsolete. Yeah. But maybe there's still, you know, someone know. who mm-hmm. who who needs to call in and find yeah, out yeah. when the next uh uh <laughs> showing uh, of the darkest hour is. Sure. I was trying to think of oh, what's uh who's the woman who plays um Professor McGonagall in Harry Potter? Oh crap. Um What's her name? She's in Downton Abbey. I know. I was gonna just say the next of her movies. Ah <laughs> oh, crap. What is her name? Good old Maggie Ray- Smith. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When's the next Maggie Smith movie oh. on? <laughs> I love her apples. Oh, yeah, that's true. Granny Smiths. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think? Well, well, she is Granny Smith. I assume she's yeah. probably married, or at least has grandchildren. I don't think Professor McGonagall was married in Harry Potter. Was she a lesbian? Hey, it's Harry Potter time again. Hey, all right. If she is a lesbian, I'm sure J.K. Rowling will let us know after <laughs> the fact. Someone yeah. made a point on on Twitter the other day about uh, how J.K. Rowling keeps like mentioning like. Oh yeah, there was like a Jewish guy in Harry in Hogwarts. And I was like, "What is the, what are you doing?" Yeah, 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 this is like a weird Easter egg hunt now. And, and and they kind of like called her out of like, "Oh, it's really great to have representation when you could just say that it was there and you didn't <laughs> even write it." Yeah. <laughs> that that does seem pretty convenient. Yeah. Well, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh <laughs> <laughs> How'd we get on Maggie Smith? <laughs> oh, uh, 
Well, I was saying that, you know, whoever was calling in to the oh, phone, oh. the movie phone was going to, it was probably an old person looking for the next Maggie Smith movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> or uh, Judy Dench. Or... Sure. But Judy Dench, she, she kind of, I guess with Maggie Smith and Harry Potter, but I was going to say Judy Dench uh, kicked it in James Bond. Yeah, that's true. So, kind of found her younger audience there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but... I like to think that there is still like a movie phone thing out there, just just for the 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 nostalgia of it, just sure. for just for the um. Yeah, maybe there is. There's probably a movie phone website. Yeah, they probably still exist as a company. Yeah, it's there's... probably it's like movie page. Mm. Bad. Eh, no, that, that's not bad. That's that's probably the next like logical <laughs> name for movie phone movie page. Mm-hmm. Not bad. They probably wouldn't change their name though. Just I don't know why. It would be too memorable. Yeah, I don't know why you made me think of this, but. So, so my mom, uh, she, she, um, part of, part of her job is just like taking, uh, older people who, uh, need assistance to like go get groceries and, right. and like go get their hair done and, and, you know, just take them out to, uh, do errands mm-hmm. and give them a night on the town, give them a night on the town, <laughs> uh, call movie phone for them. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so my mom has gotten ads from, Vendors who cater towards, you know, people probably over the age of like 60. Okay. And one of them that she got was a, it was a uh, Uber for grandparents and it was called Go Go Grandpa. Oh yeah. (laughs) And oh my word, it is. (laughs) Now, but isn't, isn't that kind of what your mom is? Uber for grandma? Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Except like not anyone could just call her. Well, no, like, like I... Like it is, it is just an, it is a number that you call. Like it is just yeah. like it. You don't have to have an app. It, it is just like a taxi service. You sure. Know? You call a single number. You tell them where you where you are, and they they pick you up. And I'm and I'm sure most of their cars are like wheelchair compatible and right, like have right, all the right. space. Like I guarantee, like it's a, probably a great service. Yeah. But like the name Go Go Grandpa uh-huh. just really depresses <laughs> me because and and like it has this. Uh, I remember the ad had this grandpa just like looking at his like flip phone. This was like a flyer or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just kind of like, uh, like <laughs> just because you're old doesn't mean you're a grandparent. Like you, that's true. You might not have kids. Like yeah. I don't know. That feels just kind of insulting. Yeah, that is true. We always use grandpa or grandma as just a shorthand for old person, but yeah. it's not always descriptive of the person. No, and I. <laughs> What's a better word? Uh, <laughs> oldie, <laughs> an oldie but a goodie. Yeah, uh, oldie but goldie. Mm. They should have called it like old rollers or something like that. Okay, like... wait, wait, wait. We can do better. Okay. Uh, uh, what about um? Oh man. Okay, give me a second. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, we have um golden golden wheels. <laughs> No. For the golden generation. Sure. Um, um, gray hair daycare. I don't know. <laughs> gray hair daycare? <laughs> That's something else, maybe. Oh, no. It could be like, it could. I mean, there's a greyhound. Yeah, that's true. So it could be gray hair, greyhound. And it could just be the greyhound, uh, like, logo, but it's a grandpa instead of a dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just did it. Running. I called him a grandpa. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, so, well, they're also called silver. Uh, like, like oh. people who will... Silver Fox. Yeah. Oh, come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. That's like Greyhound. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like kind of like 
complimentary. Yeah. It's like, you know, a silver fox. Call up silver fox. <laughs> it sounds like a luxury. Uh, yeah. Luxury go-go grandpa. If it were boats, it would be silver linings. Mm. <laughs> That's, or yeah. clouds. Yeah, or clouds. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll pick cl- you up in a cloud. <laughs> <laughs> Wheelchair compatible cloud. <laughs> yeah, okay. I like that so much. A wheelchair compatible uh, cloud. <laughs> What if, yeah, what if you called a service that would pick you up in a cloud? You're like, is it wheelchair compatible? You're like, mm, sorry, uh-huh. it's not. <laughs> Some uh, genie comes down. But Go Go Grandpa, just like, man, that's just it. Just really bummed me out. Like, uh-huh. I mean, I mean, like, it sounds condescending. Yeah, and maybe they don't care. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe, heck, maybe they are smart enough to use Uber, so they don't have to use Go Go Grandpa. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see we'll, we'll find see. out we'll find out we'll report back uh, I, I got stock in gogo grandpa so we'll see how that does <laughs> okay let's see how many uh clouds show up for people what's their uh their stock uh short name or whatever oh it's uh it's uh ggg yeah i guess so because <laughs> isn't like google um goo there the the company that is google mm. is actually called alphabet what did you know this Whoa, they changed wait. the name of the company like, the company that owns Google, that is Google, mm-hmm. is called Alphabet, I'm pretty sure. Hmm. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. And is that shortened somehow? Yeah, for the stock? Yeah, like when uh, it's scrolling across the yeah, stock market so. thing? I don't know. Let me look this up, because I don't want to be wrong. Alphabet. What a weird... It's very interesting. I mean, like, if Google was called Alphabet at one point, I wouldn't be surprised, because that's... Um, yeah, yeah Alphabet cool. Inc. Huh. So, it says cool. that... Um, it was created through a corporate restructuring of Google in 2015 and became the parent company of Google and several former Google subsidies, subsidiaries. So Google is owned by somebody else? No, that's the confusing thing is because it's still the same company. It's just like a parent company now mm. of Google gotcha. and other Google things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but it, it's it, not, it wasn't like another company came along and bought them. They just okay. like restructured it. Yeah, but yeah. apparently it's still traded as Google. G O O G L. Yeah, yeah. So, so like in the Legend of Zelda, you have the three <laughs> stones, uh-huh. and but then you have the the one above that, which is not the stone, but you have the one like goddess or whatever uh-huh. who sent the, the the the. And that's alphabet. Yeah, that's alphabet. Sure. <laughs> really, really stretching for a. <laughs> Legend of Zelda. I'm sure that made it a lot less clear for a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, whatever. <laughs> this isn't for them. Sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't have like stock per se. I have like investment accounts that just like scattershot along like mm. stocks, but like like uh, a, a, a stock shotgun. Yeah, a uh, stock gun. A shotgun. Shot. Uh, shot. Shotgun. Shot stocks. Sure. <sighs> Boy. Boy. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, so so I don't think I'll ever be one of those people that just, like, looks at the stocks every day. It's just kind of no. like, eh. As long as we're going up, like, that's fine with me. No, we're not. No? No. Haven't you heard? No, are we going down right I now? I think so. Are we going down pretty bad? Um, are we going down with the ship? I mean, I don't know. I don't honestly pay attention. I just see things okay. and then I move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I... If we're going out with a ship and I need a ride, I want to call Silver Linings mm-hmm. to pick me up. Yeah, in a cloud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 driving around in a cloud makes me think of Dragon Ball because he had mm. a cloud that he would ride on called the Nimbus. Was it like a vehicle? Uh, no, it was it was like an actual like magical cloud. Did it talk? 
No, it made like squeak sounds. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> I just remembered this. So I, I was, you remember when you were younger, like thinking of ways you could impress girls? <laughs> um, like how young? Like let's say? let's say like ten. Okay. Okay. Because and where I'm going with this is so in Dragon Ball. Okay. Uh, Goku, the main character, has a cloud that like he can summon, and he, sure. he like hops on, and he's able to fly anywhere. Right. Um. And and and, and yeah, calls it calls it the Nimbus. Anyways, I I always imagine myself like being able to summon one of those and uh-huh. like taking a girl with me to like impress <laughs> her, which is like the cutest uh, like thing for me to remember. Like, I mean, it would be really impressive <laughs> yeah, if a 10 year old summoned a cloud. But I remember like thinking like, oh, if, I, if only I had a Nimbus to impress this girl uh-huh. with, like I'd be so cool. Yeah. <laughs> like just like wishing to have this, this uh, mythological yeah, thing yeah, yeah. in order to impress women. <laughs> And I like I don't yeah. know why that came back into my brain, but I mean I no I know what you're talking about because even like like having like force power it was sort of like the force power one yes yeah certainly and it was sort of like yeah there was an element of like you know like yeah. impressing a girl but also just like being like a, a badass better than everyone yeah uh, or like for me to also like just having Spider Man powers <laughs> or being Spider Man was 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 something like that too. Uh, yeah, I definitely had, like, thoughts of, like, like having a Digimon uh-huh. would, like, make me attractive. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you're not uh, wrong. No. <laughs> oh, man. Hope she likes my Agumon. <laughs> that's not a euphemism. That's just a, that's a Digimon. Um, you should put, like, uh, make, like, a dating profile and, like, Photoshop, oh, man. Photoshop Digimon into your photos with you. Be like, ladies. Aw. Well, I think I might have told you this on, or I might have told this on the podcast or maybe just you, but there was this, like, great story that I saw on Reddit where this guy, it was screenshots of this dating app because this girl was texting with this guy and this guy was like, hey, can I show you my Gundams? Uh-huh. And she was, and she was texting a friend, being like, uh, "He wants to show me his Gundams. Wonder what that's going to be. You know, thinking it's going to be a dick." Okay. Uh, and then, and then he actually takes pictures of all his like like twenty four mo- model Gundams, uh-huh. and she goes, "Oh shit, they actually are Gundams." <laughs> and then the the there's like two more screenshots. It's like a, a year later they they got engaged, but... and, and it says like, "I'm engaged to the Gundam guy." <laughs> Oh, oh, I've seen that. That was a Twitter thing. Yeah, and it's... It he, was... like, he, like, uh, he, like, direct messaged her on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. 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 And Which she... you'd never think would work. Apparently it did. Like, <laughs> that, I mean, that's really cool. And yeah, I, I... we talked about um, sliding into some DMs a couple episodes <laughs> ago about, like, a, like on yeah, Instagram, yeah. Uh, your friend Caitlin yeah, get yeah. harassed. Yeah. I don't know if anyone wanted to show her uh, their Gundams. <laughs> yeah, slide those Gundams into your DMs. <laughs> Uh, your G- GMs into the DMs. Mm. Oh, I gotta stop. Um, yeah, but I just, I just m- remember having like those like fantastical dreams of like how to impress like yeah, my, yeah, my yeah. crush in elementary school or middle school. My so um, when I was in middle school, we like for whatever reason it wasn't cool um, because I went to like a school that had like K through eighth grade. Okay, it was a small school and. Um, so at recess time, everyone would go on the playground, but when you're in middle school, you don't go, want to go on the playground. You want to like, like play a sport or something yeah, or yeah, like yeah. whatever. So sometimes we play soccer or whatever else, but, 
um, it became very popular for the recess hour for us to just go in the gym and play dodgeball, huh. which I never really like liked. I mean, I didn't like sp- any sports well, anyway. Yeah. But I always had this fantasy um, because we would play uh, with um, like kind of just soft volleyballs because I feel like that's what we had. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, I always had this fantasy of like if I had force powers, I could like lift them all up in unison <laughs> yeah. and then just like throw them all at the same time yeah, yeah, onto yeah. the other side of the gym. <laughs> that was my force dodgeball uh, middle school uh, <laughs> fantasy. I really like I really like that too because like everyone would hate you. Yeah, yeah. in reality. They'd be like, no, but it was this so, is no fun. To but play it was with also Kyle. because like young middle school Kyle like you know, uncoordinated, hated dodgeball. Yeah, It yeah, was yeah. sort of like a comeuppance thing, too. It was like, yeah. oh, look at what I can do now. Yeah. You guys. <laughs> you, this, the Spider-Man one does resonate with me. I remember, I, I, like, I remember having memories of, like, wanting to scale up my, uh-huh. my school walls and yeah, stuff right. like that. And, like, mm-hmm. yeah. I would also always just have fantasies about, like, a giant monster or mecha or yeah, threat yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. attacking the school. Yep. And then I had to, like, defend the school. Yep. Yep. I remember that, that was too. a very common one. <laughs> I, I really chalked that up with, like, you know when you have, like, someone disses you and you're you're in the car like hours later and you think of a good yeah, comeback yeah, and yeah. like like it kind of comes from that same yeah, yeah. part of my it's brain like, i will my... show you that i'm capable yeah of this. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, like like there is something so endearing about like a, a child's like pop culture fantasies right, right, right. being being the driving force for uh-huh. how they're going to show everybody yeah uh <laughs> and I, I i don't know i just always remembered that as yeah. like man that's it's just really funny to think about, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like shows you watched or movies you watched that, like, you were going to use something in that movie to impress right. them. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. but I digress. Uh, okay, so uh, once again, since it's just you and I, we're not going to do a game corner, and uh, we did a rec room recently with Wilson on our uh, favorites of twenty. 20- yeah. 17 episode. Seems a, little, seems a little too early to have favorites right now. Yeah, yeah. So we're not going to do a rec room. But this episode, you know, this this might be more of a niche thing. Yeah. Just like our rec, rec room stuff. But that's okay. Um, uh, this episode's coming out the week that the Oscars are on. Um, which for film fans is maybe not something they put a huge amount of stock into. But it definitely draws their attention. Uh, yeah. Um regardless of of you know the outcome yeah. uh so it's a big we, deal. we're just gonna you know give a few oscar predictions be- yeah, yeah because uh then we can go back later and see how uh right or wrong we were yeah and i and i mean like it, you might not have seen these films so like some of this might not be relevant to you but hopefully the conversation makes you want to go see them or check them out i mean yeah if they're nominated for an oscar typically they they're in theaters again right like, like i know get out is in theaters right now yeah yeah, uh, yeah which please go see it's fantastic but so we'll uh we're gonna go through five of I guess what we consider maybe the big heavy heavyweight categories, probably the ones we pay attention to the most. Yeah, um, and uh, just talk about which one we think will win and which one we wish could win, or yeah. which one if we were picking which one it would be. Okay, well then let's let's start with the one we want to win. Yeah, we okay. wish to win, and then the one we think okay. will win. Okay, well we'll save the big the big Kahuna for last. Um, which would be the best picture. Uh, <laughs> La La uh, Land. So, yeah. Uh, yes, you're right. Oh, um, man, if they mess um, that up again. 
So let's let's start with uh, this one, which is best original screenplay. There's actually two screenplay categories. There's uh, best original screenplay and best adapted. We're just gonna do the original because mm-hmm. that we know more of those. Because we're original. Yeah. Yeah. And and actually, you know, well, this isn't true. It is hard to adapt something into a screenplay sometimes, but it is hard to adapt. Also, in general, yeah. But also, pulling something completely original. Meh. Out of thin air is also hard. Yeah, sometimes you get it from a dream. Sometimes you get That's it from. That's true. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to assume all of these scripts came to these uh, writers in the dream, <laughs> in a dream, except for one in particular, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is based on real events. <laughs> I was about to say. So, <laughs> unless that was all a dream. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> That's the plot twist of that movie. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. So the 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 nominees for best original screenplay are. <laughs> sound like I'm really. Mm-hmm. I'll put mm-hmm. some music underneath this for. Uh, for some, yeah, yeah, some wipes, mm-hmm. baby wipes, <laughs> some wipes. All right. Uh, so we have the big sick, um, get out, ladybird, the shape of water, and three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. And I did not name any of the authors of these screenplays, but we're <laughs> just we're just gonna focus on the uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, the the films themselves, I guess. I'm sorry, I'm not giving them credit. <laughs> well. Um, uh... First impressions from, I mean, like, it's a really strong category for best original. Yeah. Like, it's, it is, it is genuinely hard to choose because, like, I, I have, I have seen all those movies and I, mm-hmm. I, I find them all to be incredibly original. Um, I am surprised to see the big sick in there. I mean, like, it is, it is well written, mm-hmm. um, but it is a rom com, which is something that probably doesn't get nominated a lot. So. Right. That's something where I'm kind of like, oh, okay, like that would actually be really cool to see win. Mm-hmm. But as far as like the writing that really stuck out to me, I, and and like I don't know, I, I got to think beyond just like words that are spoken in a script, like right, pro- right. probably any like I don't know, direction or just like structure of like the story itself too. Is yeah, important. it's that's that's really hard. I I just concepts. Yeah, I personally love The Shape of Water as, yeah. a, as a script because it involves one it involves a um, a mute character yeah so I mean and maybe in the script that was written as just normal dialogue but right. then it was, was signed later yeah and but I but, but I do think this when when there are two characters on screen who aren't saying anything to each other um, and a script has to somehow convey that or like set up that moment for these mm-hmm. actors. I do find that to be incredibly powerful. Mm-hmm. I, 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 and like, I don't know, sometimes with the script, I can go either way or like, if it's really like wordy and snappy, like sometimes yeah. it is really compelling and like, yeah, oh yeah. man, like this is just like, this is just a smorgasbord of words. Which like, this is great. three billboards is kind of that. Yeah. And, of the, of the nominees this year. Yeah. And like a lot of like sick burns and, and, yeah, and all yeah. that, like. But but I do like I do I do find it inc- <laughs> and the best award for best sick bird goes to, <laughs> goes to three billboards. Uh-huh. Um, but I do find it incredibly compelling when two characters who cannot speak to each other are having to sell an emotion or sure. a feeling, and there are definite moments in The Shape of Water, specifically between a fishman who cannot speak, yeah. and a woman who cannot speak. And also, there's just like a crazy dance sequence in that's true. Shape of Water. Like there, there's just there's just so much flavor in uh-huh. in the Shape of Water. Like to think about the script, I'm like, no, that's that's really great. So I would really like that to see that one. Yeah, cool. Uh, I think for me, just looking at these nominees, uh, as far as like the most original concept, and I think the one that actually 
like achieve something really great that that is also present just probably in the writing uh to me it would be get out yeah i think i think like as a conceptual like genre horror movie mm-hmm. like it's incredibly clever yeah the way it marriages like just social commentary and just being a really great like horror movie Mm-hmm. A, and a unique one. Mm-hmm. Like, even just thinking about, like, the other one I was thinking about was Lady Bird, which is fantastic and, and really yeah. well written. But at the same time, like, it also just is, like, another coming-of-age story. Like, just a very well-written one. At yeah. least that's how it affected me, where I kind of sure. left the theater, like, enjoying that film, but also uh, just being like, yeah, that was just a really good coming-of-age story. Um, mm-hmm. it, was, it wasn't something that, like blew me away or like you know knocked my socks off as far as like a concept or or like an idea you know what i mean um whereas something like get out i i actually found just like incredibly uh creative and and clever and affecting that yeah Um, for sure so i think that's what i would go with um for my pick no that's a that's a good point about the like team I mean, if it is if it is original screenplay and it yeah. is about originality, like Get Out is definitely like yeah, yeah. up there. I mean, like because I I don't think there's ever been a horror movie quite like that. I mean, yeah. may, maybe it took direct ins- direct uh, inspiration from like the Twilight Zone or, or, mm-hmm. or you know some play, but but just the way it is it is spun and the way it is yeah. like conveyed is is really really original mm-hmm. and and it has and it has humor in it too which oh yeah is a hard tone to strike sometimes when you're making a yeah. horror movie yeah it, that's that's something where like if there's horror and comedy it really is just this like mm-hmm. it really is this sort of off kilter like i don't know how to feel about it. like yeah, yeah. like fargo has that too mm-hmm. where it's just this brutal violence in contrast with these just like kind of dopey uh northerners like yeah yeah it's just it's it's an interesting uh, again, flavor to sell. Right. So yeah, that would be my pick. Yeah. Uh, what What do you feel? Uh, this one you could just keep shorter, but like, what do you feel would is probably gonna win? So I, but it's for me, it is between. Well, no, actually, I'm gonna go back to myself. I was gonna say it's between Get Out and Lady Bird, uh-huh. but I, I, Three Billboards is probably gonna get it. Yeah. I think Three Billboards is just kind of, it just kind of has that like writerly yeah, feeling. It, yeah. The it guy does. who wrote it, who's also the director, uh, Martin McDonough. Yeah. He is a, he actually, before making film and also I think concurrently while making films, he's a playwright. Okay. So, and which it really comes across, I feel like in, in his writing, like just, it feels like play writing. Yeah. Like, and not that that detracts from it's like quality in the in the movie it's just you can yeah. tell like he he probably yeah you know wrote plays yeah but again again like very dialogue heavy very yeah. very like like just individual scenes of people talking right. whether, whether to themselves or to other people and like yeah 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 um so and and like uh, yeah the movie's fine um but it's it's kind of like well uh i don't want to see that one win I, i'd rather see get out yeah. Win. Which, which honestly, I think there is a chance that Get Out could win. Yeah, I was actually going to say, I mean, the three billboards argument is is sort of like the the almost the obvious Oscar choice. But yeah. I actually, and I, I don't, not saying this just because I think I'm going to be right yeah. or that I want to be right. But mm-hmm. I really do think Get Out could do it. Yeah. And because I think, I think, I mean, we'll get to this later, but um, 
I don't really see Get Out winning like a Best Picture or uh, yeah, yeah. something like that, but I could see it definitely winning this. Yeah. Well, I hope it does. Yeah. Okay. So that's uh, that's our best original screenplay takes. <laughs> uh, you know, do with that what you will. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Next, let's do let's do best actor. Okay. The nominees are. <laughs> Sorry, I just turned on a. Uh... A blender. <laughs> um, <laughs> you have a guy with just blending drumsticks. <laughs> it was the Will It Blend guy. Do you yeah, remember yeah, him yeah. from YouTube? Will It Blend. Do you think he's still around? Yeah. Those are all basically just commercials. I don't know. For, Is the Shamwa yeah. guy still around? Uh-huh. Yeah, I think so. Okay. He hasn't he's around. He hasn't committed suicide oh, yet. No. Yeah, he hung himself with a Shamwa. <laughs> <laughs> well... Shows you its strength. Dark joke. Okay. Yeah, really All right. Dark. Anyway, on to the uh, the nominees for best actor. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Uh, we have Timothy Chalamet for Call Me by Your Name. Okay. Daniel Day Lewis for Phantom Thread. Mm-hmm. Daniel Kaluuya for Get Out. Okay. Gary Oldman for Darkest Hour, and Denzel Washington for Roman J. Israel Esquire, <laughs> which I don't think either of us have seen. No, I, 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 I've heard that movie was bad. <laughs> I have not seen Darkest Hour. You have. I have. Yeah. But I've seen everything else. That is, uh, that is definite Oscar bait. But we'll we can get into that in a second. Um, I think, I think for me it's between who who I who I want to win is either Timothy Chalamet uh-huh. or um, um, Daniel Day Lewis. Uh, so I I think they're both really good contenders. Um. I th- I like I really did like Daniel Day Lewis's performance in The Phantom Thread. Like yeah. he he is such a uh, there there's some there is something about him on screen that is just so mm-hmm. inviting and 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 cathartic and it just sucks you in. And the character he's playing is so is such a child and mm-hmm. and so infuriating and like Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's even a scene where like He's basically putting on a fashion show for these, like, you know, r- royal bidders. And you just, like, you can see the veins in his forehead. Right. And you can just see, like, the intensity. And it, it's just, like, it it's just something that just is sold immediately. There's yeah. no question about what is being performed right now. Yeah, and, like, yeah. it makes you feel that same emotion that the character is feeling. Uh-huh. And I just also, I don't know. There was just something so... Yeah, just believe like totally and utterly believable about the mm-hmm. person. Like he does fade like Daniel Day Lewis as an actor does fade in the background as the character comes forward. So yeah. So I, that's that's who I'm gonna say. Like I want to win. Mm-hmm. Um, and also this being his last film, like, uh, like I like that would just be kind of cool. But maybe he doesn't. Right. Maybe he doesn't care. I mean, he's retiring from acting. Like maybe he's just like oh, I'm over yeah, this. Yeah. Like I don't need to win an Oscar. I always don't know. Like I'm sure like these things are are pretty important to a lot of actors but i also yeah i don't really know how how much uh you know how like when when actors don't win how much are there is their soul crushed <laughs> like like yeah. cause you don't really ever see it on screen because yeah. they're all putting on their happy like proud faces for whoever yeah. did win but like i'm always i'm always curious about that like how much did they really really want it yeah and 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 and, and i could also see and this would be great. But he's won before too. Yeah, he has won before. But I could also see Timothy uh, Chalamet winning, uh, and that would be great because, like, 
he he is such a, a young actor. Like yeah. for him to for him to, for any young actor to win an Oscar is really really great. Yeah, I think what I would say for myself because it is it is it is again for me as well between those two mm-hmm. between Timothy Chalamet and Daniel Day Lewis, and I think it's really interesting because he's um, a newcomer. Timothy mm-hmm. Chalamet is yeah, and Daniel Day Lewis is claiming to be. Like on his last film, yeah. So it's like literally the two ends of <laughs> yeah. of of the acting spectrum. Yeah. But uh, I think, you know, because of that, it makes you kind of want to lean to Daniel Day Lewis, even though he's won before. It's yeah. like it's like Timothy Chalamet is clearly very talented, and he might have like Oscars upon Oscars to win ahead of him in his yeah. career. Or I don't know. It's not like a numbers game necessarily, as much as just like yeah. Uh, Daniel Day Lewis is sort of such a tyrant, like legend. Tyrant is yeah. a bad word for it. He's a tyrant in the family. Well, he, he, he's, not... he's such a force. Like, yes, he, yeah. he is such a like like he is the actor. Like yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I'm confident in the fact that we could we could name him that. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And and almost to the point where like you can almost roll your eyes at him, but then you see his performances and you're like, oh my god, like because yeah, yeah, yeah. he does the um, he does like he, method the method thing where he won't leave character and you know makes mm-hmm. everyone tiptoe around his his like you know yeah like when he was Lincoln he was like you know yeah. Lincoln all the time apparently yep uh you know which is kind of eye roll worthy but then you know you see the performance and you're like man he's really good yeah it's, you just don't know how much. Uh, the method affected it or not but whatever yeah and uh and, and i will say this about timothy chalamet like he did a really good job but i i, th- I think we'll see better performances out of him yeah not, so. not not that he did a, again not that he did a bad performance but like i uh, just i think we'll see really good like, yeah, yeah. Re- like i think we'll see really good performances out of i mean him and still. to be honest at least for me personally like his performance call me by your name is already like iconic yeah like, it's already so memorable yeah. So, yeah, excited to see what he does in the future. But yeah. I guess if I had to pick, I would probably give it to to Lewis just for the last last go. And just because it's great. Yeah, his it's performance really, is really, great. Really, really good. Yeah. And uh, I think, I'll just say too, right now, I think he'll win it. Uh, yeah. I, that's who I think is going to win. Yeah, it's, yeah. Why, why, you for the same reasons? Because it's Yeah, it's I think it's because... You know, it's. I do think because he made such a big deal about saying that this was his last film, mm-hmm. I think that that's going to influence. And who knows if that's vote. true? Yeah, exactly. We'll see, but uh, I do think that will influence people to vote for him. Just yeah. Because and just because he's Daniel Day Lewis, and yeah, it's kind of hard to not vote yeah. for him. Did so. he win for There Will Be Blood? I don't remember. I think he did. He probably did. Because I remember, I remember that the, that Oscar so vividly because it was like it was basically for Best Picture. The the runners were There Will Be Blood and No Country for Old Men. No Country for right. Old Men won. Right. So, yeah. I th- but I think he won Best Actor. But anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I, I I think there's a good possibility that he could win. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. There's there's just a really good possibility he could win. I also think Gary Oldman could win. That would be interesting. Because, and honestly, movie, that's but... kind of a cynical choice for me. Because, like, it, it, seeing The Darkest Hour, which was, it was good, like, it, it definitely has its, its Oscar baitness, you uh-huh. know, and, and, and has its good qualities and, and bad qualities because of that. But there is, um, there, there is something about 
um, you know, again, like people just being so engulfed in a character mm-hmm. uh, that I think the Oscars really likes, especially with like prosthetics and stuff like that. Yeah. And he really is like, he is fantastic as Churchill, I think. Uh-huh. Like, I think he does a really good job. Whether whether it's accurate or not, I, I couldn't tell you, but like he does do a very good Winston Churchill and kind of settles into that character. Uh-huh. So I think... Just just for the sake of disagreement, I'm 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 gonna say that it's Gary Oldman because it just seems like a safe choice. Okay. Plus, but also, I'd love to see Gary Oldman win a. Yeah, win I mean, Oscar. there is a thing that happens with the Oscars sometimes where an actor will get um, an award for a performance that maybe in the span of their career is not the best, but it's sort of just like an apology award where it's <laughs> yeah. like, Hey, we never gave you one before and you've yeah. done a lot of great work over the years. So yeah. this th- is, this is what you get now. I thought of Leonardo DiCaprio the other day is like, why, yeah, did, he, why yeah. did he win for um, the Revenant, the Revenant yeah. and not for Wolf of Wall Street. Right, like, right, right. The Revenant was just boring. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. But I guess we'll find out. Yeah. My money's on Mr. Lewis. Hey. Mr. Lewis. Hey, if you wanted to win and your money's on him, then you, <laughs> yeah, got, yeah, yeah. you got a good contender. Why not? <laughs> All right, so next we'll do best actress. <laughs> actress? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. The uh, the nominees are... <laughs> oh, there goes that blender again. And a bear, maybe. <laughs> well, we just talked... Anytime you say The Revenant three times, it's oh, just, yeah. it summons a bear. <laughs> Did we say it three times? The Revenant, The Revenant, The Revenant. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so the nominees for Best Actress are Sally Hawkins for The Shape of Water, Frances McDormand for Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, Margot Robbie for I, Tanya, Saoirse Ronan for Lady Bird, well done. and uh, Meryl Streep for The Post. Mm. Those are your, uh, your noms. <laughs> My nom noms? Mm-hmm. Oh boy! Wait, wait, I want to go back a second. Like, okay. like with the best actor, like seeing seeing uh, Denzel Washington nominated again. Oh yeah, it, it like it doesn't shock me, but it also is kind of like a ah, is this just like someone we have to have on our list every time right. they're on a movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. on a movie, in a movie, <laughs> or on a movie, or on a movie, um, on and, a movie, be a movie. <laughs> What? <laughs> and and Meryl Streep is is kind of that same thing to me where it's like, yeah, she was probably great in the post. I I haven't seen it, so I'm I you know, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just uh using hearsay. But I'm kind of like, man, is that just like is that just like clickbaity for the Oscars? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, we have to no- nominate Meryl and There was a movie, I don't know if it was last year or a couple years ago, uh-huh. that everyone like I never saw it, but like all the critics that I saw commenting on the fact that she was nominated for whatever this movie was just talked about how bad that movie was. Mm. And it was like, yeah, she's fine. Like, she's Meryl Streep. She can't really do wrong. Yeah. Even in a bad movie. But at the same time, like, this movie was awful. Yeah. And whatever it was, I can't remember. I can't remember. It. Well, it's probably good that it's not a memorable movie. <laughs> I guess so. No, but like, yeah, that's, it's fine to nominate these people and like give them more credit. But I'm also just like, uh, they don't have to be on your list. Right. Whatever. So. Okay. Um, trying to think of these nominees. I, I haven't seen I, Tanya, so I, I don't think I can really say speak to that one. I, uh-huh. I, personally, I really liked Saoirse Ronan in Lady Bird. Uh-huh. I, I think she was just like, I don't know, so like, so likable, yeah. at least to me, kind of in this like, this like coming of age like kind of punk rock sense but also yeah. not like it, it it really did feel like 
a uh, a coming of age of a teen girl, right? And and I think she sold that really really well. And and it's funny, like it has like some Wes Anderson like qualities of humor and like some deliveries that are just very dry. And I think she just really sells that and and makes them very sweet. Yeah, it makes them feel- very uh, uh, yeah compelling to me. And I feel like that character like is also sort of like instantly iconic. Like, yeah, like definitely. She has so many attributes, not only just in her uh just memorable uh like Catholic school uniform with, yeah. with the pink cast, like mm-hmm. and just just like just and various affectations that just yeah. make her like her hair to too. be honest, like a, an easy Halloween costume if you wanted <laughs> if you wanted to do that. Um, oh boy, that's gonna be the new Joker. <laughs> sure, no way, never. That would be really funny though if somehow Ladybird became the new Joker. That's, but yeah, you're you're right. Like, and that's that's kind of like what I mean with like the Wes Anderson quality. Just sure, like something yeah. just very, it's almost like uh, uh, is it Margot's uh, wood finger? In, right, right. In um, Royal uh, Tenenbaums. Um, yeah, and I I think she just there was something just so I I really liked that movie. So that might be it too. But I, I oh. but it it is it is mostly around her performance and mm-hmm. and her interaction with her the the mother character in in the movie was. Yeah, like I don't, I, I'm, I'm not a girl, and I do not have daughters, so I, I cannot speak to. <laughs> what? I cannot speak to any of that truth, but it just felt like nothing I had seen before in sure. a in a in a female driven movie, and uh-huh. and yeah, I really, I really liked it. Yeah. So cool. yeah, Sersha. Uh, this one's very tough for me because I I agree with what you're saying about. Saoirse Ronan and I actually was leaning towards her but I also think there's a compelling argument to be made for both Sally Hawkins in Shape yeah. of Water and for Frances McDormand now I'm just going to jump ahead and say this before I say what who I yeah. want to win I think Frances McDormand will probably win I agree um, she kind of just gives the the classic Oscar powerhouse performance in three billboards. Yeah. Definitely has the best burn. Yeah. She'll have a great, you know, clip where she, uh, you know, takes someone down with, uh, some yells and, and <laughs> angry, uh-huh. angry language, uh, in, yeah. in her, uh, clip that they show when they're going through all the yeah, actors yeah, yeah. and actresses. But, um, I think because it almost feels like the obvious choice, it's not, it's not the one I would pick. Mm-hmm. Um, so that leaves it between Sally Hawkins for Shape of Water and Saoirse Ronan. And I don't know. It's really tough. Yeah. Because, well, so Sally Hawkins in The Shape of Water, as you mm-hmm. said earlier, is playing a mute person yeah. who uses sign language. She does, she's not um, mute in real life. Mm-hmm. So that was like an acting performance. I don't know how much credit I give or don't give her for that uh like yeah it's a it's an interesting thing it's kind of like when somebody does like an accent in a movie maybe like it's like they had to learn how to talk that way but like does that make it a good performance i i i think for she's very good in it though i don't want to diminish that no i i i think though like portraying a mute person is actually different from an accent because like well, yeah, it is. Well, but. well, besides the obvious, like like signing and like you know just being very fluid with your signs, like that's one thing. Just being right. like, good at the language, quote unquote. Right. But there's that one scene where she's basically convincing her neighbor to rescue this fish fish monster with her, uh-huh. and she's like tearing up, right, and like signing like very like like rapidly and and angrily and passionately. Yeah. And even then, like I was able to just like 
again, this this the emotions were coming through that. Like, okay, yeah. signing very like like viciously and like like very almost like hard mm-hmm. was was the way to convey that. And, yeah. and I mean, there's there's facial expressions in that too. But God, that scene just got me because it was just so amazing to see that like you know someone signing and 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 able to convey that emotion at the same yeah. time. You know, I think I will, even though it's almost like 50-50 for me, I think I'll, I think I'll say her. I think I'll say Sally Hawkins, just because mm. I think it's a more, it's a more unique performance overall. Yeah. Or, or just like, you know, you don't, yeah. you don't see a performance like that, I guess, nominated very often no. for Best Actress. And I think it would be super cool if she won. Yeah. She also is playing this very, like, shy character. Right. So, Reserved, yeah. Yeah, and, and again, like, kind of what I said about the screenplay, like, it is a very, like, withheld role mm-hmm. for a little while sure um yeah and I, I i really i really found her to be like one of the best parts of that movie yeah so yeah. but yeah as, as far as like what probably will win is is probably going to be um uh what's her name francis mcdormand yeah francis mcdormand um just because it yeah she does a lot of quick talking <laughs> she quick... does a lot of big quote acting yeah yeah, yeah. and like <laughs> And she is a gr- she's a good actress. Like she is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and honestly, like I won't even belittle her performance. Like the the, mo- the movie, there's there's some controversy around it, but like her performance in that movie is really good, uh-huh. even though it is like a little louder, a little yeah, bit more talky. Yeah. Like I I do I do find her to be, uh, I mean, just giving it her all in that right. movie, which which is which is cool. And I think yeah. I think it will be recognized at the Oscars. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. All right, so we're going to move on to the second-to-last category. Uh, for us, it's going to be the best director. Okay. So we have Christopher Nolan for Dunkirk. For Dunkirk. <laughs> America runs on Dunkirk. <laughs> I know. I was always... I, 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 like, I had this thought in my head back when that movie came out. I was like, oh, Dunkin' Donuts could have done a... Uh, a little cross-promotion thing here. Rescue these donuts from the beach. Dunkirk Donuts. <laughs> yep. S- swoop in and scrape these donuts. <laughs> sure. <laughs> anyway, so Christopher Nolan for Dunkirk, uh, Jordan Peele for Get Out, okay, Greta Gerwig for Lady Bird, mm. Paul Thomas Anderson for Phantom Thread, and Guillermo del Toro for The Shape of Water. <laughs> oh, Shape no. of Water. <laughs> I wish they did announce the nominees like a sports announcer. I think they should just get the guy who does the prices right. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, come on down, guy. <laughs> And he could say that whenever someone wins. <laughs> Come on down. Yeah, yeah. Claim your Oscar. Um, oh, boy, that's a tough list. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a tough list. Man, I almost need to do process of elimination for Okay. Me. I don't want Christopher Nolan to win. Okay. <laughs> has he ever won a Best Director? No, I don't believe he has. I'm going to click on his name on Wikipedia and okay. find out. Well, while you're doing that, I... I, I liked Dunkirk, and I think Christopher Nolan is a great director. You know, doesn't always make the mark for me. Um, I I don't like Interstellar. I think it's a little too Nolan-y, kind of got away from him. <laughs> um, but I, I, I did like Dunkirk, but I don't think, compared to the other directors, I don't think he should win. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. So is Jordan Peele, uh, mm-hmm. Greta Gerwig. He has not won an Oscar. Okay. Christopher Nolan has not. Okay. Um, what was the other three? Paul Thomas Anderson and Guillermo del Toro. 
I love PTA. Honestly, for me though, like I want to champion like I want to champion Guillermo del Toro, mm-hmm. uh, Greta Gerwig, and Jordan Peele. And maybe after this, I'll decide. But like Greta Gerwig, like just being like Lady Bird is fantastic again. Mm-hmm. Like I love that movie, and I love her. Like like Frances Ha is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, she's so good in it, and to see her like become a director and mm-hmm. and make this just very like funny and sweet and 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 hard movie is really cool. Like, I'm really proud of her. And, and, you know, like, not that this is, like, the driving factor, but, like, the fact that she is a female director and made this movie, like, I would love to see her win. Sure. I would love to see her get the recognition for this movie. Uh-huh. Um, so that that's that, that's her. Jordan Peele, like, I think that, again, just, like, like, like the fact that Get Out is, is was made and is nominated, like, that's an incredible fact. If he uh-huh. was able to win an Oscar, that would just be fantastic as well yeah um especially for that would for what that would represent to the african-american community and 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 for you know there, there's e- even like ryan coogler with black panther like uh-huh. i'm kind of like man he could even be like nominated for that movie like that's like i think that's just such a cool thing uh-huh. um and and i and i love guillermo del toro i mean he's just a lovable like troll and he's, <laughs> oh. and 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 he has not won um he has not won best director um and i and i really think he deserves it because he has such a such a um backlog of great movies mm-hmm. um I, I, he sh- probably should have won for pan's labyrinth uh mm-hmm. and he yeah he is such a visionary uh just has this weird sensibility of of art design and and creature design and and i'd love to see like a creature director win an oscar sure. so it's really just kind of because these these directors have such unique bring such unique visions right so i really can't decide but if i had to pick one i would probably go with greta gerwig okay you know man this is so tough because because i understand exactly what you're saying where you're like yeah you want to champion like these 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 sort of newer directors or just directors who've been Mm -hmm. you know doing their thing for a while and and deserve the recognition or whatever yeah um I'm going to be 100% honest, and I don't. I'm not saying that this is my pick right off the bat. Sure. If I'm just looking at this list of directors, and and also, like, Paul Thomas Anderson's probably my favorite of the five. Yeah. Like as a director, but he's also made the most movies and has like a huge library of films that are great. Yeah. So it's it's kind of easy to say that. Like the yeah. the Christopher Nolan has a lot of great films. Guillermo del Toro has great films. Both Greta Gerwig and Jordan Peele are first-time directors yeah. for features. Uh, yeah. So they, you know, they probably have a lot of great films ahead of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I mean, yeah, this is a toughie. Like, <sighs> I know, it's hard. Um, all right, I'm going to do what I did last time and jump ahead. I actually think Greta Gerwig will win. I think she will, too. I think because of the um, Me Too movement mm-hmm. and a lot of the... Um, pressure Hollywood is feeling um, mm-hmm. wi- in regard to its treatment of just the women in its industry in the industry yeah um, I think and I don't mean this as a cynical thing um, although I guess you could look at it that way but I think that because of that um, yeah she's gonna win yeah um, because I think that that's sort of like just how Hollywood lamely apologizes. Yeah. Just be like, oh, well, here's an award. Sorry. Yeah, we'll throw you a bone. Yeah, exactly. So th- that's probably going to happen. Mm-hmm. And that will be good 
Yeah. I mean, it kind of happened last year with Moonlight. Uh, yeah. And I couldn't be more ecstatic that Moonlight is a Best Picture winner. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would love it if Greta Gerwig won. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what to say. Like, I really don't. Like, I, there's a part of me that just w- does just my gut says PTA, yeah. Paul Thomas Anderson, just because that's the director of the five that I love the most. But yeah, that's that's just because he's he's done so many great things. Yeah, I I also like when a, when a, when a director wins best director. Yeah, um, there's there's always that like. Oh, what's their next film going to be? And like, right. th- they advertise it like from best director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and so, you know. Uh, and I'm kind of thinking like, okay, who? So Guillermo del Toro probably does not need uh-huh. that in order to direct more movies. Right. And, and I'm not saying like Greta Gerwig or Jordan Peele would either. I mean, their movies were incredibly popular, right? Incredibly well received. So they're probably set as well. But there is something about like, okay, like a best director win would guarantee like these people mm-hmm. more more movies and maybe more yeah. like the movies that they just made sure so yeah like i'd i'd love to see jordan peele win mm-hmm. uh and i'd love to see greta gerwig win i do yeah you're right i do think greta gerwig is gonna win because of the me too movement which yeah i i hope that doesn't take away from the fact that she is yeah yeah a, like could be a winner but like i i hope history would be kinder to it than just thinking of it as like a in the moment decision and and yeah. you know does view her for the talent she is yeah and I, and I and I do think she's incredibly talented I mean that yeah. movie was it was so good and I I've even watched behind the scenes of her directing uh-huh. and it is very like it's fun yeah it is very endearing to watch her direct like uh-huh. she is such a she feels like a like a whacked out art teacher like <laughs> like she's so great and I really I just love her and and would love to see her win so sure. So yeah, I guess I didn't really answer, but that's PTA. Yeah, I, mean, I guess so. Yeah. I guess that's my answer. The white male. <laughs> I hope the white the, male wins. The great white male. <laughs> Ahab, look out for the great white male. <laughs> All right, so it's time. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the final category, the one you've all been waiting for. Here comes the bear. Bum, Why does that sound like a bear at all? Bum, okay. Bum, Best bum, 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 That's the Olympics. Sorry. That's close. The Oscars are the Olympics of movies. Not really, but. Yeah, they have to ski down the aisle. Yeah, and they have to direct a movie, like, in, you know, 10 minutes. In a half pipe. Sure. Okay, so the nominees for Best Picture, there's a lot of them. Are Call Me By Your Name. Okay. <clears throat> the Darkest Hour. Actually, just Darkest Hour. There's no the. What? So it says on here. Well, whatever. Uh, Dunkirk. Get Out. Lady Bird. Phantom Thread. The Post. <laughs> Post. <laughs> the Shape of Water. And Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Hmm... All right, I'm going to go first on this one because I, I had a gut. Uh, my favorite film of these nominees is Call Me By Your Name, actually. Mm-hmm. I don't think that that one is going to win, but that is my favorite film. If I had to pick one, that's my favorite of, of all the nominees. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a good chance it will win. You do? Yeah, I do, actually. I don't. I don't think... I think it's a dark horse, if anything. Hmm. 
I think I think it's lower on the Rome. I, I I don't think it has a chance of winning compared to others, but I do think that it has a higher chance than a lot of movies on there. Mm, that's fair. Maybe so. But that's that 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 one is my pick. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> it's definitely. I uh, in some ways, and not because it's a story about um, uh, a, a gay uh, relationship, but in some ways similar to Moonlight, it doesn't necessarily feel like a movie that would win Best Picture because mm-hmm. it's not a very like Best Picture e kind mm-hmm. of movie. It's very slow and methodical and mm-hmm. and understated in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, and so I don't think uh, that necessarily would appeal to all Oscar voters in a way that would mm. cause it to win. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was beautiful. Yeah. I, I think it was so good. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I just wanted to sit like, that's, I, uh, that's the only one that's very clear to me. Like, that's my favorite of, of these. Yeah. Like, yeah it's yeah. not even a hard decision. Like really, like maybe second would be phantom thread. Yeah. I mean, there are, there are some snubs from this list from this past year that I'm like, Oh uh-huh. man, like, well, like, yeah, yeah. My like, favorite film of the year, which I've talked about in the mm-hmm. past, the Florida Project, got, got snubbed. But yeah, and and although although it 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 was divisive in a lot of ways, I would have loved to have seen Mother as a nominee. Yeah, that uh-huh. would even just I don't think it's nominated for anything. No, which is such a bummer. Like even cinematography, because it's or sound design, like yeah, it's yeah. so, uh, it's just great. Um, from from this list. So, so three, three of my favorite movies from last year were definitely <laughs> throughout all the conversation. This is probably predictable, uh-huh. but, like, but Shape of Water, um, Lady Bird, and Get Out. Uh-huh. Really, really love those three. Think they, I think they really represent unique visions in in the movie industry. Yeah. Um, who I'd like to see win? I don't know. That's. That's really hard. Like I, I would actually like to see Lady Bird get Best Picture. Uh-huh. I um, think that's a po- very strong possibility. Yeah, I, there is something about that where I'm kind of like, I think, I think it could win, and I kind of, I would be happy with that. Maybe that's, uh-huh. maybe that's how, how I'll settle that. Is like, okay, like I don't, I don't really foresee Shape of Water winning. Uh, not to make a uh, insensitive <laughs> pun, but I think that Get Out is a dark horse, um, and I think, <laughs> okay. and I think that. Like, if it did win, it would be like people would go nuts. Like that, yeah. that would be so great. Sure. Um, but I think Lady Bird has a good chance of winning, and yeah, I yeah. and I and I really do. I, that was probably one of my favorite films from last year. So seeing that win would be really cool. Yeah, I think that would be my pick for what I think will win. I actually do think it'll mm-hmm. be Lady Bird. And 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 again, I hate. To, yeah, it's it's it sounds cynical, but really, it, it probably is because of mm-hmm. the Me Too movement. Like, had mm-hmm. that not happened this year, I don't know if I would be saying that it probably would win. See, I don't think it's gonna win. Mm. I think Three Billboards is gonna win. Mm. Like, I I think they're gonna give Best Director to Greta Gerwig because mm-hmm. that is a clear female sure, representation. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Best Picture is gonna be like they're gonna be like, okay, we covered that. Now we can get back to like what we want to win. Yeah. And I think it's going to be three billboards, which yeah, has a, has a very like strong female lead. Sure. But like, I mean, it won the golden globe and that was sort of predictable and disappointing. Uh-huh. There is somewhat of a curse on the golden globes where if you win best picture at the golden globes, um, 
or you know best drama or whatever yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that you won't win the Oscar. I mean, I've just kind of seen that in years past, but um, but yeah, I, I I think there is a really good chance that that will win out over mm-hmm. Lady Bird. Sure. So yeah, I and I don't know how to feel about that. That movie is very conflicting for me in my mind yeah. still. So we don't have to get into it. But no, there's a I, lot I, of, I wouldn't want there to. There is a lot of uh, controversy surrounding Three Billboards, uh, mm-hmm. and it is a movie that I think has grown smaller in stature in my mind since seeing yes. it, especially after reading a lot of uh, different uh, opinions and, and takes on it. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, so tune in <laughs> Sunday. I should look up what time they're actually on so I can oh, yeah. tell people if they if they care. Um, you know, thanks for letting if you listen to all of this, thanks for letting us yeah. nerd out on movies. Indulge stuff. in our in our interests. And, and maybe you were into it and maybe you weren't, but if you listen to it because you're listening to this part right now. <laughs> uh so they are uh on March fourth, which I believe would be uh the upcoming Sunday if you're listening to this the week it came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so get on it, <laughs> watch it and find out if we knew what we were talking about or we were full of shit it, here. If you, so maybe people don't have time to go get all of the Oscar nominated movies and, oh, yeah. and, and let's just give them like our top three of or, the, of the best picture ones. Or like you give three and I'll give three to see, to see yeah. of the best picture sure. noms, sure, only? or of the ones, yeah, or the ones nominated. Uh, well, yeah, I would say "Call Me by Your Name," "Phantom Thread," and "Get Out." Mm-hmm. Those are the three of the best picture noms. That would be my top three. Yeah, and I, and of course, I'd say "Lady Bird" and "Shape of Water," and then since uh, I took "Get Out," you can't say it. No, no, no. I, I, I'm trying to think of the other movies. Or, or actually, go see "The Big Sick." I mean, that was oh, yeah, for, yeah, for yeah. best screenplay. That's a that's a very accessible, like, fun movie to watch. Yeah. I really, really. It's a good it. date movie. Aw, hey, well, go uh, on some dates. <laughs> go on some dates and watch this movie. <laughs> like multiple dates and watch it every time. Wow. <laughs> I mean, become like Pavlovian at that point. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, for good things. <laughs> All right. Well. Uh, I think that's the end of this episode. Yeah, so. do we plug anything? We plugged a uh, bunch yeah. of movies. <laughs> um, let's see. I would like to... Well, since I have a fever and a, and a sore throat, I'd like to plug... Um, Your nose. Tyler, <laughs> my nose. <laughs> it's not running. It's not a cold. No. I'd like to, I'd like to plug um, uh, Tylenol and Gatorade, okay. my new band. Huh. Um, and I'd also like to plug Saltwater Rinse, because mm. the saltwater gargles or whatever, because those have really helped me. Sure. Um, I'm also going to plug the Scratch Track Twitter, which is at Scratch Track Pod, uh, and I'm going to plug our Gmail, which is at Scratch Track Pod at gmail.com. Um, so I'll plug my Twitter, which is just at Alternative Kyle. I've actually been a lot more active on it recently. Yeah, so. I've seen a lot of uh, <laughs> I've seen a lot of likes, which is cool. <laughs> I, yeah, maybe. I mean, I've got. Oh, don't be bashful. I like like I get notifications on my phone when more than one person likes a certain uh-huh. tweet. And there's like the past couple days, it's been like three people liked Kyle's tweet. Yeah, and, I was like, and that's oh, cool. as high as it gets. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, uh, sh- uh, retweet me. Maybe give me some more followers. <laughs> um, and uh, as as we go out, as we exit as this we episode, we <laughs> we remember. Um, <laughs> so uh, uh, a fan and friend of the pod, although I've never met him personally. I have neither. Oh, really? Okay. I don't think so. Uh, he, I believe he is a. Past guest Brett Cotty's cousin, mm-hmm. uh, Carter Sanderson. 
Sure. Yeah, correct? I think so. Yes. I'm sorry if I uh, had a part of your name it's wrong. It's Cortair. <laughs> so he, he direct messaged me, or or the Scratch Track um, Twitter, actually, on he direct messaged me on Twitter. He slid into our DMs. <laughs> Didn't show us any Gundams, though, yeah, sadly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he asked if he could uh, have access to the files for our theme song so he could do a little remix. And then he uh, sent us a little thing he, he messed around with. And one of the things I think he discovered was that we did not have good timing. No. Like, you'll notice when you listen to it, he, he, he I can tell just from hearing He tried his best. That he, and it's not his fault, it's our fault. Oh, it's our fault. Yeah, yeah. He, he I think he struggled uh, to remix <laughs> it because our timing was off uh, on the theme song. Because um, yeah. we apparently have no rhythm. Um, yeah. We're two white guys. I guess so. But uh, we'll we'll play that as we go out. It, it was a very flattering. Uh, yeah, it was so great. Th- thank you, Carter. Yeah, I, I I had a big smile on my face listening to it. Yeah, so. yeah, it was super cool. So I guess if anyone else wants to do that, just slide into our DMs <laughs> or email us at scratchtrackpod at gmail dot com. Yep. Um, and lastly, I'm going to say that we are on Stitcher, we are on SoundCloud, and we are on iTunes, and probably other places where uh, podcasts are found. Um, rate us on iTunes if you uh, enjoy this. If you if you think we're compelling because um, that, that actually really helps us out and um, mm-hmm. yeah we're 20 episodes in that is that is like that is a landmark I think yeah. like I think most people would quit their podcast at this point so yeah I'm really happy that we're we're this far so cool yeah so anyways um, I enjoyed this this track and yeah, yeah. Uh, from all of us here we'll it rips it, it rips it's, it, it as the kids say it dings in the whip <laughs> all right does it that... whip and nene <laughs> sure yeah. Are the kids saying that still? I don't think so. Oh, I think it. they left that alone. Okay. Well, from all of us here, we'll see you later, okay? All right. Bye. Bye. Chase your dreams, they're straight up gold. Live your life, that's what I was told. No idea. Just be